What is up, folks? We're here with another Weebaholic podcast. Let's get it. Let's go. Today, I have a very, 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 very special guest. Special guest. Could you please introduce yourself, man? What's up, guys? It's uh, Broken Ronin. Happy to be showing up on the podcast here. You know, I was invited on here to talk about some questions relating anime and my channel. So, you know, why not? Good all right. All right. Thanks for coming on. Before we get an episode, guys, remember like, comment, subscribe, turn the notification bell to know if I have any podcast on or video things we do here and anime again show everywhere from uh, Twitter to TikTok to all platforms you like to be entertained at. So, like you said, we're here to talk about his YouTube, anime, all that. But I have a question I ask, I guess, everybody that comes on, man, how'd you get an anime? And what year, what age, if you remember all that, all the details. Yeah, so so really the, the origins was Dragon Ball Z as it is for a lot of people. However, I didn't really, I wouldn't really say I was like an anime fan at that point. I just, I was a Dragon Ball Z fan. I only liked Dragon Ball up until like beginning of high school and the middle school time, I would say, where Naruto popped up on Netflix. And I was like, oh, I wonder what this is. Let me check it out. Hooked episode one watched all the way through part one, obviously watched Shippuden. And then I started picking up manga and stuff like that. And I just kind of, I just got into it ever since, right? Just kind of got into a bunch of different anime manga. Bleach was the next one, Death Note, things like that. And I kind of just, it just kind of turned into, oh, what should I read next or what should I watch next? And that's kind of how it turned into me getting into anime and stuff like that. Right, right, right. That's for sure. Like, you know, I know a lot of people, um, I didn't grow up watching anime for real, for real. And like, I was born in 2003. So, mm-hmm. like, a lot of people were, like, Dragon Ball, didn't know it was anime, and then, like, it's kind of, like, always ingrained in your head. Yeah. Thing. But, like, it seemed like you kind of, like, ventured out into everything. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty, like, so at first I thought, like, anime besides Dragon Ball was weird. I was just, like, that was, that's strange. And then I watched Naruto, I was like, okay, hold on, this is kind of hit. Like, this kind of, this kind of fire, right? So, um, after that, I, I kind of just realized that, maybe dragon ball wasn't the only good show out there so i was like yeah let me let me see if the other stuff is as good and it it was so i was definitely pleasantly surprised by that right 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 so i wanted to ask you uh since you uh like dragon ball that was your first thing and that was kind of like your i guess your you know your anime baby yeah um have your opinions on dragon ball changed since that time period now you being a youtuber being older more mature and seeing more different things how has your take on that so Yes and no, right? Obviously, initially, I thought Dragon Ball was it, right? That was that was the best it could get. Right. And I think with other series, they kind of, like, made me realize, okay, it can get a lot better. That isn't to say, like, oh, Dragon Ball's bad or Dragon Ball's, like, only mediocre. But I think that when you when you venture into a new medium, you're obviously going to find a lot of stuff that suits your taste more. Mm-hmm. I've encountered a lot of people who think Dragon Ball is the best anime, and they've watched a lot. They've watched as many or more than me. For me, I have a more of a, an appreciation for Dragon Ball than I do, like, in terms of, like, oh, enjoyment. It's like, I understand that Dragon Ball influenced Naruto, it influenced Bleach, it influenced the next generation of anime. And I think as someone who enjoys that next generation, I have a lot of appreciation for what it did, right? Do I like it as much as some of my favorite anime and manga? No, not really. But I still always have this appreciation and this kind of respect for the series that got me into, like, and- kind of... Yeah, anime and, and my, kind of my profession, I guess you could say, quote unquote, as a whole. So, right, right. And I kind of like, like, I'm not the biggest fan. I've made a video, so can't overrate it mostly for just memes and stuff like that. But, um, I, pre- of course, I appreciate it. Like, it definitely was like the gateway to, uh, um, anime on the West side of the world and stuff like that. And it's like, I compare all the time to, like, you know, for basketball, like a Bill Russell. It was a pioneer to all of the animes we love, a Naruto, One Piece, Dragon Ball. I mean, uh, 
uh, Bleach and things like that. So if it wasn't for that, you know, Dragon Ball, we wouldn't get all these series we love. Maybe as good, you know. Yeah. Lots of yeah. So you got into, like I said, you got into Dragon Ball stuff like that. So I kind of want to ask now, when you were growing up, whatever, into these animes, mangas, were there any times where people look at you like weird and be like, all the time, all the time, all the time. <laughs> it wasn't, I think it, it's funny because like maybe to like the last two years, because I was born in 2003 too, um, hey. last two years, yeah, last two years, maybe my junior year and senior year were things were kind of like, oh, it's kind of, it's like my hero, Demon Slayer were kind of like, people were right. seeing those series. But up until then, it was like you said you liked anime. It was like you had like a disease or something. It was like it was they, they give you these weird looks. And I'm like, you know what? I honestly I'm I don't hold any like resentment for it. I can't be mad at it. When you look at how some anime fans can be, I can't be mad at it. I'm like, you know what? I don't I'm not like upset at you for assuming that like anime just turns into this weirdo. I obviously wasn't, but I, I just kind of I was like, I enjoy what I enjoy, you enjoy what you enjoy. I'll, I'll keep it at that, right? But yeah, I will definitely say, um, up until a certain point, it was kind of like anime was this taboo subject. Um, right, right, right. And I mean, like you said, you have a lot of fans who were, you know, pushing the line of reality to anime. Yeah. So it would make it be like a little weird. But like, you know, all of us weren't weird, man. Some of us were the coolest people, as I tell everybody. So now I feel that. But now I want to ask you, um, how did you start getting into YouTube? Uh, YouTube, was it you were just using YouTube? before anime and you were just like okay let me just try this what year if you remember so let's see the year i can't remember the exact year but i know i started when i was a sophomore i do know like i like but i just don't know exactly what year that was like 2017 maybe somewhere around there um and the reason was in part because at that point i just stopped like playing basketball a lot right and i was kind of like out of that like I was really into that as a hobby, like all the time that was like in high school basketball, whatever. And then I kind of like stomped and I was like, I wanted to have a hobby that kind of filled that void, that that kind of like that emptiness of like, oh, you know, I had this and anime, but now I just have anime and I want to kind of fill that with something. So I decided why not talk about it. Uh, inspiration from people like Seth, the programmer, Swag Kage and things like that definitely helped. Mm-hmm. Um I got into those like around like around the time I started getting to Naruto Bleach is around the time I discovered those YouTubers and started watching them on YouTube and it kind of just went hand in hand. Um, I made my first YouTube video a long time ago. Uh, man, listening back to it just makes me cringe. But yeah, it, it was kind of like it, it was just kind of the natural next step is like as I was getting into anime, I wanted to talk about it with people more. And at that time, it wasn't something a lot of people, at least that I knew, did. It was kind of like. If I wanted to talk, yeah, if I wanted to talk about someone about Bleach, there wasn't really many people that I could look to. It was like, maybe I could talk to people about Dragon Ball, but at that point, I'd kind of started to outgrow wanting to talk about that series and had a lot of other stuff. So why not bring it to, and obviously it works for other people, like hundreds of thousands of subscribers, hundreds of thousands of views. I want to, you know, kind of test my hand at it too. And it kind of just went from there. All right, right, right. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Um. I wanted to ask you, I guess, as you know, me trying to do YouTube and people at home or anybody, if somebody's trying to start YouTube, what are what are some tips that you would give? And what is some like advice like don't look at numbers or whatever so you think is the best thing? It I'll say this. I want to give like kind of two sets of advice, right? One is for people that only want to do this as a hobby and is an enjoyable thing, right? And the other is for people that are trying to make something out of it like career-wise, right? The first, I'll give it for the hobby. If it's a hobby ignore numbers completely they will i promise you they will mess you up if you get caught up in them if you get caught up in the like 
oh, this video only got a couple of views. This one, this video only did this, that, whatever. It'll mess up your passion, right? If you want to be passionate about it and you know yourself that you can get discouraged very easily, ignore the numbers, ignore the likes, ignore the comments, ignore the views, right? And just make content that you can genuinely be happy about, right? Don't worry. Honestly, equipment is something that I think a lot of people jump into. Oh, right. and buy. Oh, right. so yeah. overrated. So when it's not necessary, good equipment helps, but good equipment is secondary to you having competence on camera or competence when you're recording um, and good high quality talking points, right. right? Having your personality shine through and things like that is much more important than having the newest camera, the newest microphone, get a microphone that sounds good, get a microphone that, you know, people can obviously tell what you're saying, but right. outside of that, it, you don't need all these fancy, you don't need all this fancy stuff. Even I like, like years into it, I've gotten myself microphones and things like that, but I've been doing this for years, right? If people don't plan on doing this as like a dedicated, this is where I'm going to go, right? Just get what you need. Make sure you can be heard clearly. Learn editing softwares, do that type of stuff. Maybe if you want to take artistic inspiration from people like other YouTubers and like that, do that. And really just try to have fun with it, right? That's all it is. That's that's all for the hobby, right? right. For the people that want to really go in like kind of like myself right and really want to make something out of this where you know anime something you're really into and you really enjoy so why not share that with people and be able to kind of like make a career off that like other bigger youtubers in, in that space right right you have to persevere a lot right it, you have to almost be you have to persevere to the point of being hard-headed to some extent right because there are plenty of youtubers you can see all these stories of them working for like years without making the real progress that they get to and then something just blows up right a video of theirs pops off and things like that but I would say a couple of steps are you gotta this is I know this sounds contradictory but you have to look at the numbers from an analytical standpoint what videos do well what thumbnails do well how the videos perform in search all this different stuff is important because YouTube is giving you the cheat codes to do well right it's telling you oh this worked better than that so you implement that more right um there's a lot, like, I would just recommend really looking at people that do what you want to do successfully in trying to take inspiration from a group of those people, right? If you want to do something like power scaling or debates, right? You look at Swag Kage, you look at Seth, you look at all their group of people, you don't copy them, right? You don't copy them, but you do take inspiration. You see, oh, it worked for them and it's worked for a bunch of them. Let me take inspiration for myself and see how I can implement that with my own personality and style, right? That's something that I find vastly important um and and really just perseverance i think finding a group of people that are in your space or that support you as fellow youtubers is something that's also important i i can't count the amount of times i've probably just been like really beat like beating myself up about a video not performing you know chilling with like friends on discord or something like that and then they'd be you know we we can kind of like you can almost vent to them because we all experience similar things right it's Oh, I can't believe this video flopped. Yeah, my video flopped too. And it kind of makes you feel better. It's like, it's not really the yeah. end of the world, right? Um, so that's what I definitely say. Um, obviously, it's not an in-depth explanation for people that really want to take it seriously. Um, uh, but yeah, I, that, that'd that be the starting, the initial steps, I'd say. Okay, okay. That sounds good. You're, you're dropping some gems. So now I want to ask you about, I guess, you. Um, what is one, it can be with the editing, because I edit all the videos. I understand how that goes. <laughs> you on a bigger level, the uh, comments and people. What is one critique or something that you deal with on YouTube being a YouTube content creator that you would just be like man this is annoying you love it but it's like damn man that's tough because 
I, before, like, mm-hmm. uh, like two, three, maybe even like a month ago, I would have said editing hands down, right? Because editing a video is so, like, it's, it's so, I don't know, it's kind of, excuse me, it's kind of hard to explain to somebody who doesn't like, like, maybe a lot of the audience doesn't edit themselves. But like, imagine just thinking of like one of the most tedious things you can do, right? Then expand that over like two or three hours, right? Yeah. The reason, the reason I would say it's changed from editing to maybe something else is because I've noticed that when I experiment with my editing and try to do something different in every video, it's like I'm, it's like I'm trying something new and I don't have the T because I'm learning. I'm trying, I'm coming up with new ideas so that the tedium of like, oh, doing the same thing over and over and over day in, day out goes away when I'm trying to implement new things. Oh, let me try to add comedy or let me try to do this weird effect. I saw someone else do things like that. Um, I'll say the comments sometimes can be really grating and annoying. Like, it, it just depends. It depends on the day for me, honestly. Some days I'll just laugh at them. Other days I'll be like, I'll like, I'll just be like, mm, I really want to, I really want to respond to that in like a petty way, but I'm going to just, I'm going to just refrain. Right. Right. It, you know, I don't know. I, I, right now I'm thinking comments, comments are coming <laughs> to my head. Comments are really kind of, I'm just thinking like, man, that was an, that was a really annoying comment, but honestly, they're so easy to ignore at the end of the day. They pop up a notification on my phone or whatever. I swipe over, it's gone. I don't have to look at it ever again if I didn't want to. Right. Um, I kind of just choose to go out and try to interact with people and things of that nature. Right. Um, but it's probably one of those two, depending on how I'm feeling. Like if I were editing a video right now, I'd probably say editing just because, just because it'd be on my mind. But um, right now comments are on the head. So I, I would say that. Okay, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I always tell people like, if somebody got enough time to comment, and something hateful, or just be a petty about it. They're a fan, man. <laughs> Regardless, they watch the whole video and they still comment on something negative. But like, no, nah, I the editing, I for sure get that. So I wanted to ask you, uh, you do a decent amount of collabs or whatever. What is like a person? Well, one, what is a person that inspired a few people that inspired you with your YouTube, and also some people you would love to work with in the future that you may not have yet? So a drop. So, okay. So I'll put it like this. There's, there's, I, I kind of have like these two types of inspiration. So one, the inspiration that got me into it, like Swag Kage, I said, set the programmer, uh, Clyde is another YouTuber, um, Scamboli Reviews, Totally Not Mark. Those are all creators that I've looked at, like new or old that are like, like, oh, wow, I really like the content that they do. And they inspired me to get into YouTube in the first place, right? Wow. Creators that inspire me now in the sense that like, I love the work that they do, but they're not big YouTubers or kind of like close friends of mine. The Masked Man, I know he's a, he's a bigger YouTuber. He's a friend of mine, hey, right? He's going it. He's going Yeah. <laughs> he's going he, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a friend of mine. He like, and he inspires me in the sense like, we started YouTube around the same time and he's just, he's done super he's well. He's bro. Like, yeah. 2019, I think, late 2019 for him or something. Yeah. 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 He picked up, right? video. So, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I was, in fact, <laughs> I give me goosebumps to think about it, but I was with them before the Masked Man was the name of the channel, right? At first, it was called the Hidden Swag Village, obviously taking a lot of inspiration from Swagage or whatever. But uh, Mask gives me a lot of inspiration in that sense. Other friends, uh, like Mr. Energy, you wouldn't, he's like a thousand subscriber channel, but he inspires me just because of how much work he puts into his videos. They're just so high quality. Sufferance mm-hmm. is like a 100K channel. That is, I don't really know him personally, but his work that he puts into his videos are really great. Um, and a lot of them that kind of inspired me to do more, but didn't inspire me to get into doing YouTube, right? As for people that I like to work with, Sufferance is one. I really like his work. I want to get like the the Mr. Energy person I said on a video with me at some point or another. Mm-hmm. Um, 
getting getting into a video with Swag Coggy or Seth would be cool just because of like how how integral they were into getting me into YouTube, right? They inspire a lot of people for like, yeah, so many it, people just love exactly. It would it would be like it it just be like a very surreal feeling. It would it would be very um. It almost seemed unreal to me to some extent, right? It's like, wow, like I'm kind of, I've kind of reached a point where they're not just like YouTube, like you can kind of talk to them and stuff like that. And, you know, right, right. I think for, for people that like, that inspired me to get into this, that kind of means a lot to me. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. That sounds good. So now I asked all my YouTube questions for you. We're going to get into some anime, some videos on all your right. channel. So I got, I got to throw a controversial thing, man. Okay. Okay. You probably consume a, a lot of anime, a lot of different mangas. Give me three mangas. It could be a come come ah. It could be combined of anime and manga, but three of them in all things series you think are overrated. And overrated, oh. let's let's put it out. Overrated does not mean bad. It just it's not the hype that the general public. Okay, okay, okay. Now you put me on the spot because what I'm about to say is not it's not generally <laughs> accepted. Okay, okay. Listen, listen. And I I'm sorry, but I gotta I gotta get it out there. No hate to any of these series. Like I joke around on some of them. I'll like quote unquote slander them because I think it's funny with friends or whatever. Right. But I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna speak my truth. So one is Berserk, right? Man, the mass does not love you, man. Yeah, man. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. That that's I'm surprised Matt's still my homie after after saying I don't like Berserk all that much. Berserk is cool. It's it's fine, but right. To me, it's not the 10 out of 10 zenith of the medium best manga ever that a lot of people say it to be. Not a lot just of people, when they read it, they feel they feel like they're you know it's damn near the okay. Bible, man. Yeah, and, and that's fine, right? A lot of people can feel whatever way towards the, the manga, and I I'm not mad at it. I can see the appeal of it, but for me, it's just not that story. It's a solid, it's a solid story, but it's it's I would never put it in my top 10, top 20, whatever. It's just good, right? The next one is another one. I mean, honestly, all these put me on the hot seat is Attack on Titan, right? That I one agree. Puts, I agree. It'll that one puts good. me in the hot seat. Attack on Titan is good, right? I finished the manga. I've seen the complete story. It's a good series with good characters, but it is not, to me, the best shonen ever. It doesn't deserve to be in that kind of discussion or whatever, right? Aaron is not the best protagonist to ever touch <laughs> anime or manga, right? They're, As coming, a lot for of people. They're coming for yeah, you now. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I, it's just it's just not right. It's, it's, it's a good once again, like Berserk, I understand the appeal. I understand why people love it so much. It's just not for me. I've never seen anything in it that makes me think, wow, this is a 10 out of 10 or this is whatever. Right. The next one, I know you won't agree with me on. I know you won't because I see a poster for it in the background. Yes, I think I think I do. I think I do. One piece. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Yes. Okay, okay. So I was going to ask you more in depth about all of them, but I guess since okay. One Piece is uh, my GOAT, my yeah. mom, LeBron James, I have to ask you, Um, so when, it, like I said, overrated doesn't mean you think it's trash or whatever. It just means you mm -hmm. don't think it's the, like, it's the. um. So I want to, I want to preface, I want to preface this, right? With right. Berserk and Attack on Titan, I've given them a much more time to kind of like sit with me. I finished Attack on Titan. I made it further right. in Berserk. Um, with One Piece, mm -hmm. I only got past Arlong Park before I was like, this isn't for me, right? I was just like, Zoro was dope, but no other character was really working for me. I was just like, I just didn't, like, once again, I could kind of see the appeal. I Honestly, I'm happy for anybody that can love a series that's going on for this long, because I can only imagine if my favorite series was like thousands of episodes or thousands of chapters yeah. or whatever. Um, but for me, I just don't 
get like this the emotional attachment to the straw hats i don't get really much of that it's like there's one scene right that gets me it's when luffy puts um his hat on nami right that's the one scene but out of everything else nothing ever really was like oh this is a good scene or anything like that i thought you know luffy's fine um zoro's cool he was dope um, but that's because I'm I just like swordsmen like that like those are kind of like my thing. Obviously, the broken Ronin might might give that away, but I kind of like that swordsman aesthetic and those types of characters. So I was bound to like someone whose whole thing was revolving around that. But like Usopp, I find boring. Sanji, I find like kind of like I find him kind of a clown, which I guess is his purpose initially. Um, but I just don't like any of the characters for the most part. And I feel like for a character driven, like a journey driven story, like one piece, if I can't get into the characters, I just won't like it. I've, I've considered giving it another chance because I have a lot of friends that love one piece. Right. right. And I've considered getting back into it in maybe manga form so I can get through it quicker um, and kind of like maybe get invested in the series more. And it's animated pacing is like terrible. Like that's probably another thing that's ruined it for you. Cause it's like, they take like a quarter of a chapter per episode yeah yeah and and it's like i i bet the anime does add some things when it gets to like its cool moments but i think it's it one piece is a series for me that i feel maybe because I, I my tastes have changed all the time right there are series i've i didn't like on first read that on reread for some reason just hit right one piece might be that type of series right now though i just don't i just don't get the best shonen claim right and I probably, and I, I don't think it's all, like, to me, it wasn't all that good to begin with. So I just feel like it's, those three are probably the ones that just pop into my mind is, oh, this is overrated. Okay. Okay. That's, I mean, hey, like, everybody got their opinion. These some mm-hmm. spicy, spicy takes. And I wanted to go back and ask, um, I think with the Berserk thing, I think the anime adaptation uh, ruined it. Like, I, I read oh, the manga. Berserk was, yeah. Mm-hmm. The anime adaptation was terrible. The movies they made was, I, I thought they were pretty, uh, pretty decent to good or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's go back through that again so everybody knows at home so they can hit you with it. Berserk, AOT, and One Piece. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, okay, that sounds good, man. Everybody everybody got the opinion. That sounds good. (laughs) So now we're going to go to the more positive side. Three series you think are highly underrated, need need some more love. I know it's hard to be highly underrated because it's like so many outlets of animated fine things are, but what are some series you don't hear like enough people talk about that you think are better some of these mainstream things okay so one i always say right is a series called grand blue um i've heard of it yeah it's a comedy it's a comedy manga or comedy anime i recommend the manga personally the art's like just amazing right it fits i think it fits the manga better than it does the anime considering Mm -hmm. i've seen both right um it's i mean i i don't think it'd be exaggerated to say that it's probably one of the funniest things i've ever seen period Mm -hmm. not just in anime or manga like it's it's weird it's a weird thing to to envision right because mm. you're reading it so like laughing just seems like weird without the whatever but i've i've genuinely found myself like sitting on one page after like one thing happened and it's just so it's just so funny i just like sitting there like i'm like dude why can i not stop laughing at this this one page and it's not that goofy like gag naruto a, part one it's not like a gintama thing or it's not like a get oh <laughs> I don't get me started on a Gitama. Gitama overrated, overrated. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of, I kind of. Well, I'm gonna be fair. I say I agree, but I haven't watched that much. So take that with a very small. I watched range. like hundred episodes. Oh yeah, nah. You, you're better than me because I could not <laughs> get through hundred episodes. But it's not like that kind of. It's, it's much more like. So the premise is kind of. You have Iori, the main character, and he's going to college, right? And he's moving out. He's going with like his, his like kind of like cousins, but they're not really his cousins. They're just more like close friends or whatever. 
And basically, it's just like a very exaggerated college life, right? But it's not like that, like really weird, like it, I honestly say like for most people, give it like three chapters. If you don't like it after three chapters, you probably just won't like the series. If it doesn't in, in interest you or intrigue you in any way. But I'd say for me, Grand Blue is the most, probably one of, if not the most underrated series that I enjoy. Like I have series that I have above it, but I think that's more underrated than a lot of the other ones that I that I watch and, and things like yeah. that. Okay. Um, let's see. As for another one, I would say, what would I say, honestly? Because a lot of the series I like are pretty well known. I'd say a series called Bastard is pretty good. Mm. Um, I've never heard it, of it. Give, give me a synopsis, man. Oh, wow. So this is this is honestly like a psychological horror kind of like. I won't say death note like because it's not like it's not necessarily to that degree, but it's more of that psychological kind of. Uh, OK, so basically um, I'll be very, very brief and very concise because a lot of the the enjoyment comes from the plot. Right. But you have this dad and this kid. Right. This this dad figure is like a serial killer. Right. And he forces his kid to help him in the killings. Right. His kid like recruits people, brings them there and sets them up. And kind of the story unfolds as the kid's like slowly but surely trying to make his way out of it as he gets attached to one of the uh, like suppose like the almost victims, right? And basically the story just unfolds with him kind of facing off against his dad to some degree. And anything else than that gets into spoilers. So I'll just say you're gonna get you're gonna like your ankles are going to be taken quite a bit, right? It's gonna happen a lot. And speaking of that, right? This this next manga. I would say is one I just finished reading um, and it's kind of, it's in a similar vein to like death note. It's actually very similar. It's called Tomodachi game. It's a manga. It's still ongoing only uh, 87 chapters. It's <laughs> I I'm still uh, even days later after reading the series, I'm still blown away. Imagine light on steroids and then just put him in this, in this like weird mind game thing where he's like playing against it's crazy. Right. I, I, I haven't even fully composed my thoughts on the series into like this synopsis because it's so much stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But if you like Death Note or like Code Geass or those types of series, that's you're gonna like this series. There's there's almost no way you won't to me. All right, all right. So uh, can you give me them three again just for the people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Grand Blue for the comedy, Bastard for like psychological horror aspect, and then you have Tomodachi Game, which is kind of the like the 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 intelligence, the the planning manga or whatever kind of like death note okay okay all right bet and you have to text me those because like that sounds pretty yeah no i got you all right bet 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 so i have a quite well question i think the viewers if they follow your channel they wouldn't something i want to talk about a video you made not that long ago i think you were talking about how bleach really you know doesn't fall off right Mm -hmm. uh the uh or debunking the myth that you think bleach falls off yeah like I, i like i'm a bleach lover i really do like bleach just probably I think it's a lot of over slandery of uh, mm-hmm. the anime. I only did, I did anime only. And then I did go back and uh, read the manga because like it was the anime didn't end, of course, uh, mm-hmm. whatever. But why do you feel like Bleach didn't uh, fall off after Soul Society? I want to talk about it and just. Uh, so, yeah, let, let's talk about that for a second. So for me, Bleach doesn't fall after, after Soul Society because there's so many characters that are better than most of the captains or characters introduced, like that happened after, like in the wake of Mundo arc, Grimjow and Ukiora to me are reason enough to believe that it doesn't fall. Like Ukiora's kind of like conclusion to his character and the whole thing with Ichigo there 
it, to me is so good. I can't imagine looking at that character and being like, oh yeah, Bleach falls off, right? Ichigo's right. development after this with the holification, with all that stuff, right? Um, the Vasto Lord A form, Aizen's plan, like all these things happen after Soul Society. And then we get into the Thousand Year Blood War arc, which I don't want to spoil, right? Because I know some people are waiting. Yeah, some people probably haven't watched it, but like. But I, I will just say it goes insane. It's it's crazy. Like new abilities thrown out left and right, crazy power-ups, crazy character moments, crazy things happen. And for me, it's just like a lot of the things people say, like if you say Soul Society is the best arc, I honestly, that's cool. I don't mind you saying that. That to me, that doesn't affect me. It's like, sure, I disagree. I have other arcs above it, but what? who am I to say your opinion is wrong, right? But when you say, oh, Bleach has the same arc over and over and over, it's like, really? Is that is that really the case? Like, is Soul Society the same as like the Fullbring arc or the Thousand Year Blood War arc? No. I personally didn't enjoy the Fullbring, uh, but I would, yeah. it's not definitely the same as Soul Society. Like, definitely. Yeah. I think people, when people say that, it's more like, uh, this kind of like, I guess, stupid argument of like how each arc a girl just gets rescue of each go rescue a girl and stuff like that. Yeah. And like, I think something I, I that I do kind of see, but like I also do kind of disagree. It's kind of weird how I guess fluctuate I am because it's like, oh well, Ichigo, it they they have flush out the uh, the uh, I guess the crew around him like Ishta, uh, Chad, or he may Renji, uh, Arukia, but it's like what Shonen doesn't really flush out the rest around them when it's time to get to like the big bad. To me, like even like. You could say the same thing about Naruto, bro. Yeah, I mean that's fair, but I, I, I think, I think for me it's like they fleshed him out pretty well. I think um, out, outside of characters like maybe Chad, Chad got kind of the short end of the stick right, there. Right, right. Um, but like most, most like shonen that have like a, a fairly large cast will do that. Like I doubt you can maybe like I, I've heard One Piece is kind of the exception to the rule because like Oda just spends like a lot of time going over each and every like side character. But like you look at most shonen. There are going to be characters that can't get the same amount of development because they're not a main focus, right? right. Um, I find that, like, I like the full bring arc upon reread because I like what it did for Ichigo's character. Like, having all that stuff kind of happen to him and almost break him or whatever right. was pretty cool for me. But I just think if you like Soul Society the best, I, I really don't care, right? If you think that Bleach fell off because the arcs were all the same, when really only two arcs have the same structure right? It's Waco Mundo and Soul Society. That's the only time where it's like a rescue arc. Every other arc has a different structure. One's a war arc. One's Ichigo just essentially getting bullied for an entire arc. And the other is Ichigo getting used to his abilities. The other it's is... I think people realize Waco Mundo was mad good. Like, Waco yeah. Mundo was really good. Like, yeah. maybe the anime people be like the fillers, but like, if you if that's your argument... That, like, that's, another, that's, that's another thing I've seen. People go from Soul Society to the Bount arc and don't know it's filler, and I'm like, that's that's the problem. You go from this hot, this amazing arc, and then you get hit with a... a literally, the Bount arc, I'm pretty sure, is like 40 episodes of filler. And I'm like, maybe oh, I, I can understand why it killed... Yeah, why it killed your enjoyment. That's why I, me personally, I get a lot of people like anime more, but I'm like, for Bleach try the manga try the manga because you don't have to worry about getting like click baited with this filler thinking that oh bleach fell off but like it, in reality that's just not what bleach was right it's an anime studio adding in other content right right right. and it's like and it's like again like naruto has the same like i do think in my opinion naruto was uh written a uh, better like I, I guess the written into war you could argue the ending and that but i think naruto was overall written from start to finish a little better than bleach but like they had this, they some issues. The fillers, like they just around the same percentile of fillers. So it was like, yeah. like, yo, you love Naruto, 
but like yeah you can't it, it's weird to it's and to me it's weird to evaluate a series based on its filler like to me that doesn't make much sense like why would you like something that doesn't um, matter yeah unless you were watching week to week which most of the people that are speaking didn't right you could have skipped the filler you just didn't do your due diligence and you didn't skip it right that's not really the series fault like the filler fault. is yeah it's kind of like your we're getting into a series that's notorious for being filler heavy because of the time it comes out in and not avoiding the filler. Um, like for me, when I watched Naruto on Netflix, I didn't even know what filler was, right? That was my second anime. I watched the filler. I was like, damn, that wasn't as good as the main series, but I didn't get upset. As soon as I realized it was filler, I was like, oh, that doesn't count. That's not Naruto. No, right, like that's sense. not, makes sense. yeah. yeah. It's, it's just filler is filler. It's not the actual series. I, I treat it as such. Right, right, right. And it's like another thing I think is underrated about Beach is like for something that was in the big three or whatever, it was so dark, which I loved about like it had like a dark edge of not it didn't go to like how my show over there, Tokyo Ghoul went, you know, just yeah, like, yeah. for no reason. But it's like it had like a like the Ichigo's holification for something that's supposed to be in Shonen Jump. That was dark. Like yeah, no, I agree. Bleach oh. definitely had a little bit of a darker tone to everything that it did than like Naruto and from what I've seen from One Piece. Now, both yeah. of those series probably get darker in their yeah. serious moments, but Bleach overall to me had like this darker tone, right? You have the Shinigami all wearing these black cloaks. You kind of you see in general that there's a darker tone to the series um than the other of the big three. Right, right. And it's just like again, I love the video and I'm like, I'm so conflicted because it's like it's one day I could be like, okay, I could see somebody being like bleach is like this and that, but it's like I think overall, I don't know what I would read off the top of my head right now, but I thought Bleach was pretty good. And I mean we do have to realize that even in the manga and anime, Kubo was rushed. Yeah. A lot of things. And people don't really remember that type of thing. So yeah. I kind of want to talk about that. But now I want to ask you top three, your 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 personal top three favorite new gen. It can be within okay. like the shonen realm or the non-shonen realm. Always okay. people, I think new gen is anything 2015, 2016 above. So so okay. AOT can't be a new gen in my opinion. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me let me see something real quick. So my first one, I, this wouldn't be like, this would not be a, a surprise to anybody who's seen my channel, but Jujutsu Kaisen is up there. Right. Um, it's like, I talk about it all the time. I find I wouldn't be able to talk about a series that I don't enjoy as much as I enjoy Jujutsu Kaisen. So I, I would say that I definitely enjoy it. Um, it it's just a great series to me, right? It, it, it's right. It's it's literally it's it's hard to, to put into words like in words that I haven't already put in other in other videos, but it's I love the main character. I love the way the characters interact, um, and I could obviously go into more depth, but that'd be that'd be very long winded right, of me. Right. So I'll, I'll say I'll say it simply: Jujutsu Kaisen is really good, right? It's what I like about a shonen, just in one series, right? right, right, right. Now another one I like is um, I like Kaguya-sama love is war because that came out in like 2015 yeah, yeah. um that's probably yeah. one i have really highly rated too mm -hmm. uh yeah that'd probably be that'd probably be those two and then let's see there's an there's obviously my hero's a, a choice that's probably up there in that area but i don't know if i'd have it top three let's see when did grand blue come out because if grand blue came out pre-2015 or post-2015 it's probably going to be in there <laughs> right, right right um when did it come out when did One second, my bad. Okay, oh, it came out 2014. So let me, I'll, I'll move that out of the way real quick. Let's see, instead of Grand Blue, um, 
Huh. I'd say I'd probably say my hero kind of fills that slot then. If if not Grand Blue, Kagi Sama and Jujutsu Kaisen, I'd say Kagi Sama, Jujutsu Kaisen, and my hero. Uh take it for my my favorite. There are some other ones that are kind of like floating around there. Like Hell's Paradise is really good. Um, I, I really like that, right? There's some other series that kind of just float in that area, but I'd say like solidly what I have there right now would be those three. Okay, okay. That sounds good. That sounds good. So now this is probably I got like two or three more questions, but what are give me some series? You know what? No, I don't want a number, some series that you have been told to watch. You need to you want to do maybe for your channel and you just haven't gotten around. Like, what is something that you need to get uh caught up to or just even start that you just haven't yet? Okay, so there's a couple of so one I've been told is slam dunk. I haven't gotten into slam dunk. That's one I hear about a lot. I heard it so um, I heard it's the best uh sports uh yeah, I've heard that too. So heard heard it's the best. One, I've watched The Promised Neverland season one, but I've heard I need to get into The Promised Neverland as a manga. Um, the only thing about season two. Then yeah, no, I that doesn't exist to me. I, I heard how badly I'm I like, watched I'm it. No, I watched seven episodes, <laughs> seven out of 14 or 13 episodes. Terrible. Trash. Yeah. Get it. These aren't ones that I necessarily need to make a video on, but these are like classics I need to get into. Like Samurai Shampoo, I haven't seen. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, I haven't seen. Like those are like some I, I just. I dropped Cowboy I don't, oh. like, I don't like episodic things. That's that's honestly I can't I can't say anything because I haven't seen it yet. But I just know like that's like one people consider like a classic. Like it's one of those series almost. Um, but I'll see. Like it so. You know, I yeah, I'll, I'll see. I'll see how I like it. But those that's when I want to kind of check out. See how see how I enjoy it. Samurai Shampoo is one. Um, what is another one? One I've watched, but I haven't actually made a video on is Code Geass, and that's my favorite series. I just haven't touched it i just haven't made a video made a video okay yeah 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 no i've watched it code code goes like hands down my favorite like anime um i just haven't touched it because i feel like because it's my favorite series i'm almost hesitant to make a video that's not my best um if that makes sense it's almost like you don't want to you don't want to be like uh you want to be objective or not like yeah i don't i want to make sure i do the series justice when i do make a video on it so I feel like until then, I'm going to kind of hold off, keep my thoughts, like do another rewatch or whatever. Right, right. Um, but and things like that. But outside of that, I do videos on a, you know, a couple of different like um, series or whatever, just depending on when I get into them and when I write a script for them. Right. Um, but yeah, those, those are probably the main ones that like I've either seen but haven't made a video on or haven't seen and, and want to make a video on in the future. Okay, okay, okay. That sounds good. That sounds good. So now, the final question I have for today. Your top five anime. This is your top five, not the objective. This is yeah, 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 yeah. Your top five. Uh, top five anime or top five anime and manga? Uh, you can do anime and manga. You can separate it for you. All right, cool. So so for top five anime, it's a little more difficult just because I've probably watched less anime than I've read manga. But I will say anime, it's Code Geass at number one. So that's 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 the one that I only have solidly number one. I have Mob Psycho 100 and number two. Okay. Um, that's solidly number two. Okay. Um, Haikyuu I probably have at number three, like okay. counting all the seasons. Okay. Number four I probably have Death Note. Okay. Um, and number five that's I don't know if I want to put Evangelion in there to be honest. Mm-hmm evangelion evangelion's weird because like i i the series did a lot for me like i i enjoy what it did but i'm not sure if i like enjoy in the like oh i'm happy when i want it, it's weird 
I have a weird like kind of relationship with Evangelion. I'd say Kaguya-sama or Promised Neverland can be filled in there either way. Um, I lean towards the Promised Neverland just strictly from an anime standpoint. Um, so I'll probably say Code Geass, Mob Psycho, Promised Neverland, um, Death Note, and then what else did I say? I did I forget it already? I feel like oh, and Haikyuu. That's that's what it was for manga. I'll say. I'll say Rurouni Kenshin is up there. Um, I'll say to- Tokyo Ghoul um, slash Tokyo Ghoul. Uh, I heard the I heard the manga's amazing. I loved season one of the anime. I even pushed through watch two and three. But I didn't oh. read the manga. I've heard the manga was amazing. If you like season one, listen, season one, even season one, the best form of the Tokyo Ghoul anime, I think pales in comparison to the manga. If you like season one. If you like season, I guarantee you, you will like Tokyo Ghoul and Tokyo Tell me Ghoul. where to start. Okay, after season one, because I want to go back. I don't want to, because I know season two, they went anime. Um, yeah. They went anime original, and then season three, they try to go back. So if you can text me or let me know where I can start. Yeah, I, honestly, I'd say this. I'd honestly, it just depends. I can text you like when kind of it picks yeah. up. But there is kind of, I usually recommend people read the manga again, because there's a lot of stuff that even in season one, they leave out. There are a lot of details that happen in season one that don't have, or that happen in the manga, don't happen in the anime. Um, so there are like things that will happen later in the manga that you won't understand if you don't have that context. So I'd recommend personally, like maybe, maybe if you right. don't even reread through it completely, kind of like skimming, making sure you get the general, whatever, and right. then going into it. So I'd say Rennie Kenshin's up there. Tokyo Ghoul's probably the number one slash like Tokyo Ghoul slash Tokyo Ghoul Lee. Um Rennie Kenshin. Uh, Tokyo Ghoul. Uh, no, Rashawn can say uh, Tokyo Ghoul. So Rennie Kenshin, Tokyo Ghoul. I'm counting Tokyo Ghoul RE as Tokyo Ghoul or whatever, keeping them as one. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of manga, this gets because I have so many highly rated series up here. I'd say, do I want to put, I think I'd put Bastard up there too. It's okay. kind of like a manhwa, but I, I just count it as the same. Okay, okay. Um, I'd say Haikyuu goes up there for sure. Okay. I mean, like, all the manga content. Okay. And, hmm. You're at three right now. I think you're at three. Uh, well, let's see. Let me rerun. Kenshin, Tokyo Ghoul, Bastard, and Haikyuu. So, four, okay. right? Four, okay. So, at yeah, number five, um, let's, let's get in there. Let's see. Let's see. I got to think. I got to think. Grand Blue might sneak its way in there as like the only like not yeah Grand Blue's got to get in there okay. Grand Blue because it's just it's so different from any of the other ones but it's just like it's brought me so much just enjoyment I'm like I can't not have it up there um right. so I'll say Grand Blue's in there an honorable mention would be something like Naruto I have that rated pretty highly as a manga mm. um so that that'd be like the honorable mention up there I really love a lot of other series. I have it like eight or nines or even like tens that don't make it on here just because I have other 10 out of 10s rated higher. But I would say that's probably what I'd, I'd, I'd say my, my solid top five manga are Kenshin, Haikyuu, um, Bastard, and then Grand Blue. Okay, okay. So you can uh, you can go back for if you have an anime honorable mention you can drop that since you gave one for uh... yeah so an an anime honorable mention would probably be um, Evangelion up there that'd be like I say that's honorable mention because in terms of how it impacted me like its message or whatever mm-hmm. it did a lot but I wouldn't say when I watched it I like enjoyed it it was really it's like it's more like it's kind of hard it's more like the themes kind of like touched me rather than me like being like hype or enjoying the series i didn't in fact i didn't like ava it just did a lot for me if it, it let me reflect i think so it i kind of i kind of hold it in high esteem because of that but i can't say it's top five based off like that enjoyment 
um, or whatever. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay, that sounds good, man. I, one, I appreciate you for coming on. Probably busy, a lot of things going on. I appreciate you, a uh, big fan of the channel. So you can tell the people where they can uh, find you at and all your platforms. Yeah, so mainly you're going to see me on YouTube, uh, Broken Ronin, in case you guys didn't know. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Broken Ronin. I just tweet out about my anime takes, all that kind of stuff. You'll basically see a lot more of like my day-to-day um like what I think about or kind of what I'm talking about. You'll be alerted to when I make videos, things like that. But mainly, if you want to see the content, you want to see Jujutsu Kaisen, My Hero, Boruto, Chainsaw Man, all this different stuff. Basically, if I like the manga, I'm going to talk about it. Um, if you want to see that type of stuff, um, then, you know, obviously you can go over there, subscribe, check out some of the videos and see if that's if it's your type of thing. Um, but yeah, thank you for having me on here, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And before we get out of here, remember, follow him on all the platforms. I'm going to have it in the link description below on all the podcasting platforms and on YouTube, of course. Follow us, Anime Again Show, from uh, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, all that good stuff. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and stay safe. And we are out. Peace.